It's Topics with Michael Showalter and myself, Michael Ian Black, the podcast where comedians get serious about some of the biggest topics facing us today. Uh, Each episode, we try to cover about 80% of any given topic, just to make sure that we really get it fully handled. Um, and if we, if we make that goal or we exceed that goal, great. If we don't, great. It's really just a benchmark. Michael, how are you? I'm good. And, and just to reiterate, we had said that that would be a ground rule for us, um, that covering 80% of each topic would be something that we would want to try to actually institute as a ground rule. That's right. Um, and And that, and the other rule of course, was that there are no rules, meaning that, like, for example, if something funny happens, that's fine. Yes, it's not, it isn't part of what the show is intending to do necessarily, but if it happens, that's okay. And that is an example of there are no rules. Right. Uh, another rule that maybe we're breaking, although there are no rules, is for the first time on this episode of Topics, we actually have with us a guest. And I'm I'm very excited to welcome our frequent collaborator, longtime friend. Um, he's a he's a comedian. He's a writer. He's a. He, I want to say he's a funny guy. He's a funny guy, and uh, we're thrilled to have him. It's David Wayne. Hi guys. Hey. Um, you know, I just want to say I appreciate you mentioning. I'm a funny guy. I'm a comedian, but part of why I'm so excited to do this conversation with you today is this is a chance for me to take the comedian hat off mm-hmm. yeah um having listened to your show i've noticed that i don't know if this is something you've been consciously aware of but it seems like these are these conversations have not been the priority hasn't been to be funny no in fact i think we mentioned that uh in, in either a previous podcast or maybe even this one that although we are comedians and now the three of us are, are all comedians, that's not the entirety of who we are. We're yeah. also thoughtful people. Well, whether or not you've ever mentioned it, I do think that it's been more about not like if you want to be funny, you, it's okay, but it's most the, the point was to have these conversations about topics that are yeah, real and, topics. Well, and it's, and, and honestly, it's more than okay. I mean, I, I don't want to say it's, it's just okay. It's, it's, it's great. If something funny happens, that's great. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's not like, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to poo poo that. I think if something funny happens, that's, that can well, be a, and in, a great in fact, moment. Having been your, as your friend and having been listening to your podcast as it, as it's been happening there, there have been some funny moments. Oh yeah. We've had, some, we, so, we, we've had some legitimately like belly laugh moments and I treasure those. No. And, it, and you don't run away from them, which is, which is fine. Yeah. Um, so, David, we invited you on today because you had mentioned to us that you had a topic that you wanted to bring up that neither Michael nor I had even considered. Um, and you didn't yes. tell us what you didn't tell us what it is. So right. I'm ex- I'm excited for you to sort of lay it out there and really dig deep and get into your topic. So, what is your topic, David? Well, this is a topic that is so of today, a topic that is so pervasive right now in our society that it's almost the topic for me. If I George can. Zimmerman? Is it the George no. Zimmerman? Oh, okay. uh, no, but I do. Uh, I know you're referring to the Trayvon Martin That's right. uh, situation, which, which I'm sure we could get into. But, and, and it is related to this topic, which is technology. Technology. 
technology affects everything we do mm-hmm. in our lives. Boy, that, I w- that is I a wake big up, topic. Yeah. I wake up in the morning and what do I do? You I turn off t- your alarm clock. Right. And that's technology. The alarm clock yeah. has a computer chip in it that mm-hmm. tells the alarm when to when go, to go on off, off or, or to snooze. So I guess I have a, a question that springs to mind immediately for me. And I have, I have a question too. Uh, my question is, is technology something to be feared or is it something to be embraced? That's interesting. Yeah. Well, I can, mean, can I, can I ask a quick yeah. question before you answer that, David? Cause yeah. mine is much more, my question is much more just, um, it's like a basic question, but I think it, it, it feeds into what Mike asked. And maybe I'll ask this question and then you can answer or try to answer both uh-huh. questions uh-huh. at once, which is you had mentioned the alarm clock, right? right? So I'm, I'm playing that scenario forward. I get out of bed. I will sometimes probably take a shower right? And then I get dressed and then I'll put toast, make bread. I'll put bread in a toaster oven, in a right. toaster. Because it's not toast until it's right. finished. Until I the make... application of technology. So well, we see how well, that's technology can transform something. Bread. So Right. So yeah. t- t- technology can transform something as pedestrian as a slice of bread into a kind of technologically advanced uh, notion, which is toast. And well, I that was my question think... is when I put the bread in that thing, that toaster, and then it becomes toast. Is what just happened? Is that technology? I think it is. It's a form of technology. I mean, what is technology really? Oh, if, well, that's a great nothing, question. You know, I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not Webster, so that's not. That's not my domain to go and say. Oh, <laughs> technology noun. You know, <laughs> right, right. But no, you're not Webster. Yeah. You're not Oxford. You're not uh, Miriam. No, nor, Miriam nor, nor would I ever. No, presume to be. Not. Of course, you know not. that's not my. I don't. That's not. I don't do that. I don't. I don't get on a pedestal and say, "Oh, I know. I'm Webster." Uh, right. 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 I'm a dictionary. Right. Yeah. It I have. All, I know all the. I know all the answers. To, you know. I yeah. would even. I find that distasteful, frankly. So for me, technology is what you decide it is. Hmm. You know. So, I mean, as for me, I'm like a techno. Some people call me a gadget freak. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's the, the latest Apple this, Apple that, you know, Microsoft floppy disk. Anything that comes out, I, I try to get yeah. my hands on. And, and I'm the opposite. For me, when it comes to technology and computers, I'm all thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> And what's funny is that, you know, Michael, you're on one end and David, you're on the other. I have to say, I'm probably somebody who's right in the middle. Yeah, I, I, I get intrigued by, as, as you put it, David, the Apple this or the Apple that or the new floppy disk. But I don't, I don't feel like I have to have the brand new thing. You know, my, uh, you know, my cell phone isn't the latest model. It's a very right. good model. Um, it's one of the more expensive models, but it's not the latest model. For me, well, though, it's like, it's like thi- thinner, smaller, faster. I mean, I- at the end of the day, I just feel like, does it work? Does it do what I need it to do? Mm-hmm. But right, then, do I do I need do I really need 
my cell phone to cook my dinner. No, I just, you know, I want to make a, I want to call, I want to call a friend and have a human interaction. I know. Then again, I, then again, think, if it can cook your dinner, then that, there's something to be said for that. You I guys guess. are probably making like a funny or a joke, you know, cell phone cook the dinner. But what you may not be aware of is there are ways to keep recipes on your phone. Mm. You can, and so it's not so far fetched. To have a cell phone. Well, that's interesting in because you're dinner. because it, what you're talking about now is repurposing uh, a kind of ancient technology, and I think we can call recipes actually a technology um, yeah. because it's a means of using uh, technological innovation. In this case, writing and the production of paper, the production of pencil, and taking that into the 20th century by actually putting it onto uh, memory-encoded silicon, otherwise known it, as a computer chip. At its core, though, and that's what's so interesting about technology, it's the same exact thing that they were doing even in the 1800s, which is they were cooking food from some sort of plan that was written, in that case, with ink on, you know, on parchment, and then now it's, it's pixels on, on my iPhone screen. Uh, can can I say thing. something? Can I say something that you guys are making me think about? And I think this is so interesting, is because you're so right what you guys are saying. I mean, this whole idea that something like a recipe, in its own way, could be technology, and it made me think. I mean, if if we really think about it, what's the oldest system of technology? Is the human body? Oh, I was going to say the calculator, but I, I can see that you're actually going back even further than I was, I was thinking. TV. Right. I'm going back to the very beginning of man, to the very first technology, maybe the technology that was created by a higher being, hmm. which is the way that the human body works. Isn't that the greatest computer of all time? David, could you comment on that? Well, science will tell you that it goes even earlier than that. I mean, th there was we were monkeys, and the monkey's body had its own technology. Maybe they didn't have thumbs. Maybe it was more banana-oriented, but they still had the technology of this. I know what you're referring to, the blood vessels mixed with the muscle system, mixed with the skeletory system, and then everything comes together in a beautiful technology designed by who? Well, I mean, this is, this is, this is a big topic all by itself. And, uh, you know, Michael and I have, have, have delved pretty far into this. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the, one of the, and I think on our very first podcast, we asked, you know, is there a God? And, you know, I think we both agreed that if there is, it's probably not some guy, you know, sitting on a throne uh -huh. uh, with a long white beard or anything like that, you know. So he's not like like the the, the guy you think of, right? In, like story, the long white beard and mm -hmm. you know, looking over the the world. You know, I'm the, God. It's not that, right? Well, but, like it could it could be that. I'm just saying I don't think it's necessarily that. You don't know. Right. I don't know. I I feel like God can't. I can't prove that God exists, but I also can't prove. That he doesn't exist, and what I what I know for for sure is that's the image we've been given. But I can't say for sure that that's what God is. I think God could be anything. I think yes, it's possible that that's what God is. But I think God could also be. I don't know. I'm just thinking off the top of my head, a leaf on a tree. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. For me, I don't I don't think of God as necessarily like a character, a person. But I just I am. I know I'm spiritual. 
Right. And I believe that there's a force that's bigger mm. than us that's mm. in some way compelling or giving purpose to our daily why do we wake up why do we do what we do this is mm. uh, this is really important stuff and i and i i om- i almost hate to say this but i do want to get back onto yeah, yeah. the technology track um because david and michael you were both saying some I, what i thought were really fascinating things about the body itself as being the original technology and the original um uh computer and i, I want to unpack that further and say that when I think of the best computer, okay, uh, that that no man-made computer has ever touched, I think of the Trees. human mind. No, oh, the human mind, mm-hmm. the human mind. Because can can think about this for a second. The human mind created all of the technology that we have around us, and and the human mind is the first to even recognize the concept of technology and the concept of God. So, to bring it back to what we were talking about a moment ago, could we then say that God itself, or himself, or I know some of the feminists out there would say herself, is in fact human technology? But how can you reconcile that with the fact that when ultimately Big Blue the IBM computer that played against Antony Karaspov in the chess match beat the best human chess player. Mm. So the, now we can't beat the, compu- the computer in chess. So obviously, although we've here's, how we, here's how we something. can beat the computer, David. And I'm, it, it might sound like I'm being flipped, but I don't think I am. We can unplug it. <laughs> we can unplug it mm-hmm. and that that gets to i think michael what you were talking about and I, I i was hoping that you could maybe unpack some of these thoughts about not being so drawn to technology not being seduced by the siren song of look at me i i i can run in higher resolution or look at me i can make your video games go faster michael can you talk about that a little i can and i and I think you bring up a really good point. And I'm hearing both of you guys saying things that are really getting a lot of my brain, uh, you know, my brain ideas. I think we plugged you in your not, brain computer. You don't have to agree necessarily with something that I or Michael might say, but it still maybe makes you think about well, I think, it. Or yeah, it helps I, you shape your own point of view more sharply. Well, my what I was going to say is that my, my brain synapses are just firing right now. Mm-hmm. And... Um, but what I'm sort of thinking, you know, I'm really fascinated going back to these to, to sort of the earlier, you know, this idea of the body as the computer mm. and I'm and the, the way, as David said, you know, the way that the organs work together and the way that the joints connect to the bones, to connect to the to the ligaments and well, look at look at 3PO, for example. Mm-hmm. OK, OK. And then I was thinking about poetry and Walt Whitman and his song The Body Electric mm-hmm. and a weird and a weird way in which he's singing right there about body the song the body and electricity and it's the song of himself right I sing the body electric mm. I celebrate the me yet to come and then I mean I think in that song of himself we learn 
about how the body is its own perfect computer. Well, think about this. A computer needs to be plugged in and it needs to have to have maintenance and needs to be given the right software. Just like a body needs to be given food, drink, sunlight, exercise. Money needs to be given money. Money. Um, yeah. Okay. It's, yeah, I it's, mean. It's, there's, there's a lot of an analogies you can make, which a little bit, it's mind-blowing. It is, it, it, it does bring up a lot of, I think, very profound questions about the way we ourselves, our bodies interact with the world around us and how we adapt the world almost to augment or supplement the technology that we have, i.e. our bodies. So if you look at, for example, the technology of the spoon, the spoon is an incredible implement for scooping uh, and for depositing, but it's designed in such a way that it fits in our hand, mm. that, the, that the spoon itself fits in our mouth. And you have to ask yourself, is that coincidence that that happened or is that, or did God design that spoon? I would well, say I, it, it was designed. Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead, David. I would just say that it was, it's not coincidence that it was designed specific, deliberately to do the things you just said. Oh, that's interesting. So you're, so maybe I was, maybe you're putting the cart before the horse or the horse before the cart. I'm saying that this, the spoon is, and you know, obviously it's impossible for us to, to trace where the spoon came from. Um, it could be, it, it is a, a chicken and the egg, which came first conundrum, Cash right. 22, but yes. Is it, is it, is the spoon a machine? Hmm. Uh, no, a machine has to have at least two gears to, to be a machine. Like uh, if it has a sprocket and a gear, and then you can crank the crank, then it becomes a machine. I think, I think, I think strictly speaking, that's right. Although I know, um, I would say the body itself, in the case of operating the spoon, is the machine. And the spoon is uh, maybe a lever in the machine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because you can put a spoon on a table and hit the bottom of it and it'll that's flip. Right. That's, that's right. That's right. I see now. Is a wheel a machine? Hmm. hmm. I think a wheel with an axle and another wheel, and then it's a car, and the car is a machine. Right. The wheel would need to have gears, I think, for it to be a machine. Gears or le some kind of lever or pulley system. Right. Because the physics of a pulley is, you know, you pull, if you pull down on a pulley and there's a bucket on the right. other side, you can lift So Here's an interesting question. So, so are you saying a machine, you're saying that a machine needs to have two parts that work separately of each other is that what you're saying at least at least at least okay so according to that definition david and i think it's an interesting definition and one that i want to uh kind of Un fan i want to unpack it and i want to you want to unpack it i want to unpack it and i want to fan it out a little bit by your definition would a bulldozer be a machine well let me think about that for a second yeah, I would say definitely because there's more than far more than two parts to a bulldozer. Right, but a bulldozer generally operates on treads and it doesn't have wheels. Well, the tread 
I don't think a machine has to have wheels. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like even, I would even call my iPhone a machine. I see. And there's no wheels. Hmm. That's so interesting. But I'm a, yeah. I no, think that, that that makes sense to me because that's would, so cool. Agree. That's so cool that like, what you just said. Can I, can I ask you guys something? Do you think we're reaching a a point, a tipping point where maybe we are addicted to our technology? Well, this gets back to my original question, David, which we 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 haven't really touched on yet. Which is, is technology something to be feared or embraced? Bing, 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 bing. Is it, are you buzzing in? I'm getting dangerously close to covering 80% of topic. To me, I will say that the whole idea of technology in my life is I think of these tools that we have, software and iPhone, and to help you do more and get more done easier, faster, more fun. And yet sometimes... I, f- I fear that the very purpose of that technology is working at opposite ends and is making my life more complicated. That's interesting. More well, you, stressful. You, well, you really bring up an interesting point here because, I mean, this whole idea of is technology – I mean, at a certain point, does technology start to turn in on itself to where – no longer is technology helping us live our lives, but it's actually making our lives more complicated and more stressful to the point where, I mean, I think this whole idea of, of, a, of a dystopian future where technology starts to, you know, actually become almost the enemy and, and almost is taking us backwards in time. Would you guys comment on that? I feel like it's no longer the purvey of a sci-fi film. 1984 has arrived and Mm. we're here. And I I totally agree. It really is the purvey. I'd like to interject (laughs) if I could. I'm just saying. No, I'd like to. I'd like to interject. Look at people walking down the street with their text messaging and not even looking at each other. It's like, turn off your phone, and I'm right here. Right. Yeah, I mean, and 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 it's and, it, and the purvey it, it is. It's the, it's what you said about the purvey. I want to say that the technology that we have, um, the automobile, the computer, the iPhone, like you mentioned, all of it is designed, David, as as you said, to make our lives better. I'm going to take that a step further and ask: to what end? So that we have mm. more time for technology or, right. and this is what I hope we're trying to get at, so, the, uh, so that we have more time for other humans and human interaction, more time to spend with our children and our know, loved ones. Michael, I think that might be a pipe dream. I think, for, sure, maybe some people are using technology to save time so they can listen to a great Bach concerto or spend time with their children playing or doing something spiritual. But um, I have a feeling a lot of people take that free time to what? Put on the Xbox. Right. Put on the, right. the boob tube. What's on the latest cable, you know, stations? Right, right. I worry about that. You know, I worry that we're losing something fundamental to whom we are. Um, When we start applying all this technology, and Michael, as you said, it starts folding in on itself, and it's almost like the technology becomes incestuous. And I don't mean literally, 
I don't mean that the technology is literally incestuous, but I do mean that the technology sort of blends together until we're living our lives almost the way we're almost like cyborgs. Well, I mean, I, I think you know, there, you know, there's a there's a saying about, and I don't think I'm going to get this exactly right, but you know, it goes something to the effect of too much of a good thing is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And I wonder, I really wonder sometimes if that's if that's the arena that we're in with this whole technology debate. I know that when I was a teenager, if I wanted to see a, a picture of a scantily clad woman, I would have to search high and low. I'd have to go downtown. I'd have to go into some seedy magazine shop and I'd have to talk to the guy. And you know, I was very shy. And he would maybe give me one picture. Now, what do I do? Tap, 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 Google, you know, two-piece bathing suit, and I have dozens of pictures. Right. And, you know, is that a good thing? I don't know. Are we, are we desensitizing ourselves to our own ultimate technology, the human body? I don't know. You know, maybe these are questions for better minds than ours, but I think they're important questions. Very important questions. You know, ding, I'm, ding, 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 ding. Yeah. I think... Um, 80, 80% of topic covered. Yeah. Easily. Maybe what we more. haven't, I mean, and I know that this isn't on purpose, and it's not a racial, a racist. I don't think we're racist, but we haven't even touched on how any of this affects African Americans. But I no. think... No, and that's... that's it's probably a different... It's a whole nother That's probably a whole different conversation, and, and honestly, an equally compelling one. And, uh, and, and obviously what we were talking about does lead sort of perfectly into that question. It really is a whole different thing. It's the same, but it's different. Um, and look, uh, you know, we did cover our 80%, maybe I think more. Um, David, it, it's been great having you on topics. I'd love to have you back sometime. Um, Michael, you know, ha- having... A, a, a third person entered the conversation, I think has been very good for us and certainly opened my mind up to some different perspectives. Absolutely. I, I, uh, I'm going to walk away from, from today's uh, conversation with, with just a lot, a lot of new things to, to mull over and chew on. One of the things that, that really struck me about today's conversation, and, and honestly, you know, when, when we talked about sort of the earliest technology, I was thinking compute, I mean calculator, and then, Michael, I believe it was you who said the human body, that mm-hmm. really sort of uh, expanded, it struck a chord, and, 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 yeah. and, and it, it, it really made me think about technology in a whole new way, mm-hmm. the, the idea of organic technology, of mm-hmm. found technology, almost an, mm-hmm. almost an artisanal approach to technology, mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. is something that is really going to stick with me. David? Um, That's why this, the steampunk movement is so yes. pervasive, yes. Yes. And, and that's its, its purvey. Yes. Um, so, David, you know, thank you so much for joining us today. You really gave us a lot to think about. I hope you'll come back and join us on a future episode. A real episode. pleasure. Um, you know, until next time, Michael, I look forward to discussing more of these topics with you. Me too. Hello. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Topics. If you'd like to write us a letter with a question or a comment, 
about this episode or any episode, please do. Our email address is topicspodcast at gmail.com. Thank you.